and welcome to Postgrad Problems. I'm your host, Chris, and Tony. Tonight we have a very special show. We have two lovely guests, uh, the lovely Martha. Hi. Say hello, Martha. Happy to be here. Ah, excellent. And T is a returning guest. Hey, guys. Thanks for having me back. We excellent. felt like we didn't get enough out of him the last show. You know. uh, I've been told to I'm offer. a quiet guy. Uh, he, you know, we really needed to have him back, so here he be. Uh, just to talk a little bit about the opening track, uh, today is celebrating James Jamerson's vers- uh, birthday, born today, January 29th in 1936. He is the very famous, very groovy, unaccredited bassist and the god of Motown low end. He is the god of Motown bass. He played for the Supremes. He played for Stevie Wonder. Damn. He played for the Vandellas. He played for Marvin Gaye. <laughs> the guy is the man of the bass. The man of the precision bass. Very sexual. Been very active since 1958. And the song that you heard from Stevie Wonder's 1970 album, it hit number three on the Billboard 100 and number one on the R&B. There's actually an interesting dispute about this track. Um... Some speculate that in the low-end community, it was actually Bob Babbitt from the Funk Brothers that played bass on this track. Uh, The lovely and wonderfully catchy descending bass line. However, I like to maintain that it was James Jamerson, the god of early 60s funk. But enough about that. We're moving on. Do a quick recap. What did we talk about last week? We talked a little bit about snowboarding. We talked a bit about skiing. And crashing. And crashing. While doing those tasks. And being very badly hurt, indeed. We talked about whether alcohol was the cause or the resolution to said problems. We actually even mentioned uh, a little bit of T's accident on a wakeboarding um, endeavor. We also discussed a little bit about do you keep your ex's nudes? And if you do, for how long? Uh, we also discussed the Oxford comma and uh, teenage girls' obsession with commenting on whether they are proponent of the Oxford comma or not. I feel like we could talk about that again. I can we definitely could talk, talk about, about that. that. <laughs> I knew we it. could talk about I'm that again. And because we have, a, we have a female voice in the studio with us tonight. For the first time. And we need to the premiere. capitalize. Not the last. Thank you. Yeah. We need to capitalize on that. Um, as well as uh, Tinder stories that were discussed with a variety of different personalities on last week's show. So without further ado, let's jump right in. Miss Lovely Martha. <laughs> yes. You look fabulous tonight, by you the as, way. You as well. Um, I would like, before we talk about Tinder stories, yeah, I almost forgot how important it is for us to talk about what kind of alcohol we're drinking tonight. So I'm going to let you lead off and tell us a little bit about what you're drinking this evening. I'm drinking a imported Canadian Molson as my staple drink. That's a tall boy. Um, I don't know. I just, it's a good one. It's usually my staple. I don't try to stray too far. If I stick with something for a night, I try to stay with it. So would you say that if it came to happy hour and you went out to a bar and you said, I will have a Molson draft. By the time midnight rolled around, 
I'd still you would be drinking still be a Molson Draft, yes. Oh, see that? I gotta That's, stick with my Canadian roots. That is an honorable consistency because I find myself saying five o'clock rolls around, hey, that salmon would go really well with a Chardonnay. And then by 1030, Ooh. I go, that scotch would go really well with ice. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a uh, good lover of a Chardonnay. I'm a good lover of a nice white dry wine. Like, ah, I'm but, for that. But, but not right after you had a beer. No. Excellent. So okay. you make the the choice at the start I make the start choice of the very early. Okay. Very and then you stick early with in it. the night. Yeah, you Have gotta, you ever been like, you know what? I think I made a bad decision tonight. I've made a bad decision in Kingston, actually. Um, spring break. I think we've all made bad spring decisions Spring break. I, we went to like Jack Astor's mm-hmm. and... It was my first time out in Kingston, and I got a little too... You went for it. I was... <laughs> I was pulling mojitos. I was drinking whiskey sours. I was drinking... Oof. We were pre-gaming Molson's Tall Boys for five hours before we went out. Damn. And then we had like a mix of poutine, of course, because it's in Kingston. It soaks it all up. It's really the way yeah. to be. It you really would think is. after that you'd have a concrete stomach. Really. And you'd be surprised that I actually spent the night in the bathroom. <laughs> oh, that's no good. Well, great photo, guys, photo evidence as well. If oh, it's great. any consolation, I have spent a night in the bathroom in a Kingston hotel before. That was my first before, night in the bathroom ever. It really changes your life. It puts it a really, perspective. It does. It changes your perspective on just how shitty everything can be. It took me a while. When just an hour ago, everything was swell. As it took me a while to get back into Molson's after that night. Because just smelling it. Oh, yeah. Because you think about that time you almost died. <laughs> but when you love it that much. Yeah. Yeah. But Martha, I'm a strong I, believer. Didn't you just say you were Canadian? Yes. I'm actually born and born from Kingston. Oh, yes. So wow. We have a You Kingston should be able to handle your alcohol. Oh, right? yeah. Of course. So, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. We mixed. That's why. She it was is the Canadian air. It was... A, it, it was overwhelming. And, and I think you, they might ability. revoke your citizenship. Well, I don't think we can <laughs> forget she's don't. very polite. She's yes, very, I'm very sorry for that. And right. that's she's sorry. I'm she's very, very sorry. Sorry about that. <laughs> Moving on, T. Tell us a little bit about oh, yeah. what you've got in your glass. Yeah, so I'm uh, I've actually been uh, sipping on some scotch tonight. Scotch um, whiskey. I don't know. I think it's a blend. A blended um, scotch. But uh, I'm shortly going to switch over to Molson Canadian cuz I I uh, cuz I'm sharing. I'm getting a little drunk. Ah, that is excellent Scotch will do that to you Well, I can tell you what I've been drunk off scotch more than once And more than twice Probably more than ten times And Riley Is really got it down pat (laughs) You know, I'm actually drinking Dewar's myself This is a finely crafted beverage (laughs) I mean... I mean, there's really nothing that for the average post grad prob type of guy. I mean, you can't really ask for much more in scotch than doers. I'd you say can. if they could engineer it without a hangover, that would be useful. Not possible. Uh, Not no. Million dollar so I'm idea. Told. Maybe. That's what the tequila is for. Uh, here, you chemical engineers out there, figure it out, please. It Come is 2018. Us. We need to, you know, we well, need to, there should be like a we need to overcome it. Yeah. Well, I just tell you, the I, only cure um, to hangover. Is to not drink. Or to and just keep drinking. Or to keep drinking. Which that's yeah. probably the wisest bit of information Forever. we've had on the show. Just a perpetual drink in your The hand. only way to not have a hangover is to keep drinking until you die. Fact. Yeah. So what you're saying is at 2.30... 
a.m., you should be drinking scotch. Uh, and at 10.30 a.m., <laughs> you should be drinking Bloody Marys. Yes. Wait, wait, wait. Imagine Maybe this. mimosa. What if, what if hell was just a constant hangover for eternity? <laughs> oh, no. I was raised Catholic, so yes, I believe we're all gonna in burn. heaven, hell, purgatory, the great waiting room. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I think that's a little touchy for tonight's show. So we'll, so we'll that is something I'd like to discuss with you, perhaps over a couple of glasses of scotch. Let me just share with you on the actual bottle of Dewar's. It says, established 1846. Blended scotch whiskey. Quotes. Mm. White label. For the record, that Molson Canadian crack that you just heard would never occur if you were drinking scotch. Um, it says here, a selection of fine whiskeys aged in oak casks and carefully blended together. That's just wonderful. I'm glad they it, did it carefully. You it know? is carefully done, yes. <laughs> because if it said Don't that, be sloppy when it, you're making yeah. See, if carefully wasn't there and it said... A selection of fine whiskeys aged in oak casks, then blended together. We might grow some concern. Yeah. You imagine a big industrial process. Big fat guy just like throwing shit around. Spits just go, I guess yeah. this is oak casks. His but no. hair is falling in the no. barrels of Band-Aids. scotch. Yeah. They took oh, band-aids for sure. They made it a point to say that it was carefully, carefully. done. So and they, I believe everything that I read that is on a label or that's on Facebook. Every so word. thus it must be, it must be 100% true. true. It's not a marketing ploy whatsoever. Maybe they should put a little tender love and care. And look, TLC it's even got John too. Dewar's signature on it. John Dewar, distilled, blended, and bottled in Scotland. <laughs> oh, they bottled it there, huh? Fun fact. They didn't actually, fill it, they just bottled it. No, <laughs> actually... Fun well, fact: just spit my beer all over the place. It's actually a fun <laughs> fact. It cannot be called a Scotch whiskey unless it's been bottled and bottled. aged for three years in Scotland. That's very interesting. You could take the same formula and make it right here in Northern New York, and it's not a Scotch, not is Scotch. it? What it has it be to be called? bottled for and aged. What for would it three be called? Years. It would be called. Shit. Shit. That's you took the words out of my Absolute mouth. It would shit. be it would be brown Still shit water. Again, yeah. because of the lack of the Scottish air. It mm. is. It's the Scottish. But what if someone process. from like a Scottish like background makes it? With I don't think it matters. Shit. You can go. you it's, can have a, a Shetland sheepdog. It doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't matter. But enough about what's gonna get me to sleep well at night. Tony, what are you drinking this evening? I'm drinking a. Land shark slushy. I just took this uh, tall boy right out of the freezer. Um, it's pretty good. It's kind of like a Corona, but I think it's but a little, not. It's less skunkier. It, it, it's less skunky. Uh, it's Margaritaville, right? Yeah, Margaritaville Brewing. So it's uh, a Jimmy Buffett a product. Wow! Don't you think it's amazing how Jimmy Buffett took a song? And turned it into a multi-million dollar brand, whereby you can go into a restaurant that says Margaritaville on With it. a giant and margarita blender. And pay $60 for a lunch that you could easily prepare at home. And With get frozen a balloon fish. hat. This and is get a balloon hat. Fact. That's One. all part of the experience, you see. Really? I mean, have we you, all just need Hawaiian shirts. So, have you been to a Margaritaville restaurant, Martha? I've actually been to a store. Because I oh. went down to QS and saw a store. Wow. And we got a Margaritaville of store? Yeah. The like they sell from. like t-shirts and hats that just say Margaritaville. Okay. Well, that's all they say on them. 
Yes. Were you compelled in any way? I mean, because obviously you you were compelled enough to go into the store, but were you compelled in any way to actually purchase anything from the store? We actually did. I have a pink Margaritaville tank top. And does it make you feel empowered when you wear it? Like maybe... You you either feel like you have to go into the hot tub now, or that you have to Drink watch the sun bake. I actually haven't worn it for a couple of years, but every time I do see it, I think of the time I went to Key West, and it was just. Uh, I hear that, Jimmy. That as Sandy well. toes. Because uh, the first Margaretville was in Key West, Fact. so when I was there in Key West, uh, it was it's a beautiful place if you haven't ever been. Every place you go to, yeah, it's it's, it's white powder sand. But that's the thing. It's not it really a big. Is, it's not a big beachy. It's not a big deal. Town. It's mostly a harbor town with a lot of fishing and snorkeling and scuba diving and that kind of stuff. Anyway, I was like, I want to go to the original Margaritaville. So we had eaten in a bunch of places, and every place has absolutely fresh caught that day fish. Uh, like that morning. That morning, it's so good. it, it, it makes was swimming. It a hell of a difference. And by the evening, it's in your stomach, and it tastes unbelievable. We go into Margaritaville. We check out their menu. And it looks kind of generic, and we had a weird feeling. We asked uh, the hostess if uh, if their fish was fresh, and they said they do not have fresh fish because it's a chain, and they had to have frozen fish. And fuck? I couldn't believe it. I was like, "Here we are." The I was original, distraught. The original Margaritaville, and they don't have fresh fish when every restaurant around them does. I mean, that kind of shows like what like franchises do. It yeah, sounds like a tourist trap. I, I mean, immediately really walked is. out, went to a, the restaurant right down the road that had fresh fish caught and that morning. We went like bar hopping, but like we were young, we were too young enough when we went as a family to like really go drinking or anything. But um, we bought like all like a bunch of t-shirts from every single bar we went to. There was what place called like Sloppy Joe's. Mm-hmm. There there. Was, um, There's. A bunch of dollar bills yeah. all over the bar. Yep. Right? Yeah, they staple them onto the um, ceilings and like stuff like every that. other bar in America. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Tony. <laughs> really. Um, and I think there was one. Um, it's called something saloon, but I remember I got a T-shirt from it. Yeah. And there was like bras and underwear like hanging from the ceiling. I have no idea what it would be like to be able to take <laughs> my shirt off in a bar and completely turn every head oh. in the place. I haven't. Yeah. Oh, you know I have saying? had my shirt off this, in a bar This before, idea that, what? you know. We're yeah. going to have to hear a little bit about that. If, that. If to, <laughs> yeah, I'm going to want to hear that. Yeah, we're going to If the next that. Freaky Friday I was a, a woman <laughs> and I had breasts that somehow mm-hmm. half the population was That's like the first thing really of like a typical into. like switch movie like they yeah. go like they like check everything and then they like go oh sweet yeah they what open movie their is pants. this yeah. i'm just curious for a friend i swear <laughs> freaky friday there was like a, no they're the was, same like, two, that was two girls with Lindsay lohan yeah. yeah oh that's right that's right that was um oh. yeah and jamie lee curtis yeah but um there's i there's a movie on netflix I can't remember the t- the actual name of it, but it Sounds is with familiar. a girl and a guy. Where they switch bodies. Yeah. Wow. Interesting. And it's like their neighbors and the guy is like a football player and the girl is like a super nerd. I think that'd be interesting nerd. for like a day. Yeah, put yourself in that position. Would that interest out. you? <laughs> it would be definitely different. To be a man for a day. Yeah. Okay, how much time would you want to experience this? Maybe like 12 hours. Go like through a week. Not even I'd like to go through a work it week. It would scare me. I'd like to go through a work week. Be and a weekend. No, no, yeah. I think as a girl, being a guy, if they, I would, like, they wouldn't want to switch back. They'd be like, this is way better. Yes, oh, I don't have to be no. scared to walk my car. I guarantee it. Guarantee it. Interesting. Yeah. I don't have to take a self-defense class. Yes. Yeah. What if we No, I wouldn't say that either. I know plenty of guys who are total pussies. <laughs> Yeah, but the actually, man I, I know. Will be switched with I know. Me. I know lots of women who could kick the asses of many guys that I know, and I think that's just awesome. I'm getting there. 
just awesome. So this is a we were actually talking about before we went on air how Martha here is a taekwondo badass. <laughs> Karate chop that guy. But uh, pork chop. Move, yeah, oh, pork chop that guy. Ooh, nice. Her, her stance was intimidating. It was very my, my, intimidating. My low horse stance. Yes. I'm still shaking in I, my space. I boots. wish I was sitting further away from her. We all have black eyes. <laughs> but just from the wind of the of <laughs> off her fist. Of the punch. Yeah. I'd like to know a little bit more about Tony. Why did you have your bar oh, off? Oh, what, yeah. Your yeah. shirt off in a bar, and and we need to know more mm-hmm. about this because we've known you for some time, and we've come to know that Doesn't this is very like, unlike yeah. you. This behavior is not yeah. Tony esque yeah. at was all. Was there like a special song playing when you took it off that like <laughs> was initiated there a girl? it? Or well, did here's you get the laid? Catch. Here's the catch: I didn't take it off. Ooh. Oh, that's... was it another man? No. Damn. No, Ooh, was it, was a, it was a dog. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Ripped it right to pieces. <laughs> uh, not in... Uh, well, anyway, I forget. I was with a group of people, and we were somewhere... I forget. We were either at a party or something prior to going to that bar where we were just... We were just cocked. We were ready to go. <laughs> and we got there, and there was a band playing, and they were just killing it. We were all on the dance floor, and oh, oh, I remember. I got up, and I played with the band. Damn. That's what it was. And when what I came off, Damn. Uh, what instrument or song? Both. Both. I was playing the drums, and I can't remember what song. But he was too drunk. I was pretty cocked, like I said. Um, <laughs> anyway, I came off the stage, and not that, I mean, it, <laughs> it's pretty common for me to do that at this certain bar that we always go to so like it it's not a like no one really thinks it's a big deal anymore because i'm always up there but for some reason everyone was so drunk they were like being That's our boy on being stage. extra yeah being extra yeah. excited about it so when i came off the stage and the band started playing again i uh i my friend put her hands up both hands for a double high five Ooh, eiffel tower and no, when i <laughs> sorry, got oh got that mixed I up real that quick. and when i gave her a double high five she immediately reached down grabbed the bottom of my shirt and whipped Ooh. it over my head like my she I don't know if it was on purpose to fool me to get my hands in the right position, but as soon as I did it, she just ripped it off, and I was so drunk. I was like, "This is fine. I'm totally cool with this." Sure, and but I, was, I think in hindsight, you really were cool with it. I was. I, mean, I was totally, swimming in a pool before, right? Yeah, but not in a bar. <laughs> I was. What's the difference? It's, it's called a sea Good of point. people. Great yeah, point. See, it's a sea of people. Martha see brings up a great point. It is. I wish a there was a pool in a bar. Well, I'll explain how it ended real quick. So. I was super comfortable. I was like, this is great. Like, <laughs> Nipples not Why hard. doesn't this happen Tits more often? Gray. They well, were out. The guy in this not sweating ba- well, there's a guy in this band that every time he plays there, he does not play a gig out without his shirt on. Oh, I've seen so it. Was nor- oh, it was so I was like, thing. he does it. I'll do it. I think I got a picture with him to make it, you know, I was like, <laughs> look at this. Nipple to nipple. Sure, yeah, this not quite nipple to nipple, but. Side boob to side boob. Oh, I know Pretty who close. you're talking about. I'm always really disturbed when I go out to the bar and I go, do you own any shirts? No. <laughs> I know exactly who you're Only talking Only when he about. like goes over the border or something, like when he has to, you know, no, but like at the DMV, even, puts his shirt on. Even so, it's like, do you own a shirt? Anyway, it was pretty fun for like five minutes, and then I'm sitting in there at the bar, and I noticed there was a lot of out-of-towners that I'm not used to seeing. Like, usually it's just like the typical same people who wouldn't have given a shit. And I look over, and there's like three people who are clearly not from my town that are just glaring at me. And then he I got uncomfortable. And then I immediately was like, what am I doing? And I turned around and tried to find the person with my shirt and they were gone. So it took me a minute, but I got it back, but it wasn't, uh, you know, it was a decent experience. I, I would do it again, even though I wasn't my idea in the yeah. first place, but it wasn't that bad. See, I think it's interesting. I know now 
after hearing the story, what bar you're talking about. And now I am compelled to go there this Friday and take my shirt off <laughs> just to see what kind of reaction I can There'll get. There'll be a lot of, a lot of people there this Friday. It's interesting. Two so. weekends ago. We can do it like an experiment. So you take yeah, your shirt totally. off first. Because I'll be like, oh, he's done it before. No, no. We should have a girl take their shirt off and then have a Chris do oh. it and see if it's the same reaction. No one will even it's look not gonna at be Chris. The same reaction. No one I will promise. even look at Chris. I see, you know. I'm I was setting so- you up for failure. That's the point. It, well, I was always told I had a perfect face for radio. I think my body also speaks for that. <laughs> yeah. uh, so uh, this would merely be an experiment. I know for a fact that about two weekends ago, I was at a college party with T and Tony. And we were there for about five, five minutes. minutes. And oh I look over God. and T's got his shirt off and he's dancing. With and he some had beads chick. on. Did you show someone your tits to get those beads? Is that yes. how that worked? Yes, I did. Yeah. Well, that's, the how, that's how thing all is, beads work. Yeah, it is. Like, it's true. It's true. It's a funny fact. because I yeah, uh, my friend him. went to a uh, trombone shorty concert, mm. got a bunch really? of Mardi Gras beads. That's amazing. Uh, and then we met up, and she said, "Well, you got to flash me if you want the beads." <laughs> so I flashed her my very flat breasts. I felt like it was funny. <laughs> Us going into that party, we were not as drunk as everyone there. Sure. And our not friend who let us Speak in. Speak for yourself, actually. Oh, yeah. You were pretty. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He actually, uh, T jumped down the stairs. Well, I'll I say this. I saw that, that video on Jumped Snapchat. down I'm the stairs. I'm not going to lie. One of my friends was only wearing a safety vest like yes. from a road crew. Yep. So I thought it was That's one true. of those parties. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like clothing optional kind like, of thing. We got to fit in here. <laughs> so Like I put on a velvet vest or a suede like tasseled something. Hey, and- Chris, uh, it's pretty funny. I thought you were about to bring up a story from a different college party maybe four weeks ago uh, where I skunked you in beer pong and you had to do a naked lap around the house. <laughs> wait, Let me just wait. That happened again. Hang on a second. Again. Let me just clarify for the listeners that this very story came up on the first episode oh. of this podcast when T wasn't here. Miscuzzi. It's actually kind of interesting because T was partners with the other Chris that we had on the show. It's who skunked continuity. Me. Oh, yeah. it's the same story. It's the same story. Oh, okay. yes. I was like, then you've had just to do told more naked just miles. A brief than any recap. Other I've okay. Met. It was 12 degrees out, and I stripped totally naked and ran around a laundromat. Okay. That's, bra- that's I, bravery. I believe I can There's add one new detail to, to the story. Oh, uh, please. Uh, before he came inside, he threw on his drawers, walked straight into the bathroom, and. <laughs> Put his foot up on the counter, smoked a cigarette, and drank a bottle of scotch. <laughs> how else are you and, supposed to warm up? Yeah, how, exactly. I ran and the warm water too. You forgot he that part. He put his foot on the counter. No, like, I put it the- in the sink. Oh. <laughs> in the sink. I had no idea that's what you were doing. No, that's like what I was doing. I was warming my realizing. feet up in the warm water. I just water. remember you had a very large thigh gap and that your foot must have been elevated. <laughs> no, but that the real fear of like knowing that you're going to have to do a naked lap and you're not like really prepared for it. That's like a real anxiety. I think Chris is always prepared for that. But like, uh, I'm just saying if someone's wow. not Chris. Yeah, universally. But here's the thing. In my personal perspective, I've been playing beer pong since I was 21. <laughs> yeah. and, uh, As we all have. And, uh, yeah, same. I, I always thought if you want to play the game, you have to agree to the rules. Yeah. So therefore, be like a anyone who hasn't sank a cup yet Being an adult should expect respond, yeah. to do a naked lap. It's consequences. If anyone yeah. doesn't, there should be like a contract to sign. Yeah, like unless you sink a cup, well, then you leave. might do a naked if lap. If you refuse to follow the rules, then you just have to leave. 
Right. And this, I don't want to be too revoke your. There's been parties where girls this. were like rip, <laughs> like not girls only, but man. like people will like t- start taking like, people's clothes off. Yeah, to like you don't get have ready. Well, choice. Yeah. It's interesting because when this particular fiasco went down <laughs> on Christmas Eve, Eve, uh, the event to which Riley is referring, um, you know, <laughs> I really wasn't a hundred percent on board at first. In fact, the female partner that I had um, was coerced. Did she, did she do it uh, like two? Or did no? she run well, side she by side with you? Only we, topless. Okay, so was, this is the story. Oh, good for her. She was she only was, she was wow. topless, and she only ran. So there was the apartment we were partying at, and there was the building right next to it. Maybe maybe eighty five to ninety yards. Was wow, the staircase. you're giving her. You're giving her a lot. I'm giving her a lot. Maybe thirty yards. Really? You were highly intoxicated. We're splitting hairs. Let's say I could throw a stone to the building. Let's say let's say sixty. Let's say all right. Let's say sixty yards, just for sake of averages of forecasting here. She ran to and from the staircase, topless. I was sitting in the living room. I had no idea any of this was even happening. I didn't think anything <laughs> was actually going to happen. All of a sudden, the host burst into the living room and said, get your naked ass out here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and at that point, I realized that I was in real trouble. <laughs> so, so she had already done the lap without you. She, yeah, I didn't know my, that this my was one, happening. My one quarrel is that you were in trouble when I, when I sank that cup. Oh. Yeah. Oh, so here and we that's, go. That's, you know, that's the way I see it. I'm a lot less inclined to tell the rest of the story because you already know it. Let's move on a little bit here. Um, um, so let's segue in here. We've been talking a little bit about the bar scene and how much fun it can be at the bar scene, the small town bar, where you can take off your shirt and the locals will go, look at that drunk. And yeah. the out-of-town folks will go, is that the He's kind of place loser. we're at? Yeah. Um, <laughs> they don't like that. Let's talk about the club scene, okay? We've already mentioned a little bit about Kingston. And for those listeners who are unfamiliar, Kingston, Ontario is the local hotspot. Oh, it is. It's about a 35, 40 minute drive away from us. And you can go and get tore up. And you can <laughs> do it at 19 years old. Really, a great city to go and no, party. No, Kingston, you can do it at 18. I don't no, think no, 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 19. It's 18 so in Quebec. Montreal is 18, yes. That's right, that's right. Right. In right. Ontario, we, we. Had that, sorry. Had and that they have flipped. Queen's University, which is chock full of gorgeous women. Where and do they men. all come from? And Where do they all come from? Top notch. Nevertheless, they have a club scene, at least what us small town folks can call a club scene, whereby you have um, loud music, flashing lights, and people who are full of regrets who you will never see again. For example, there's a bar, more or less a club, I should say, in Kingston. It's called Stages. Mm. And everybody from northern New York and from Kingston alike is familiar with this club. Okay? And you go in, and first off, the stench... <laughs> is the first thing that's that a great observation. You. They can what sell it in a bottle. That? It greets you. It makes you wonder: Is it puke, piss, shit, throw up, vodka, bo, or beer, or 
What is it? I think it's literally all of the above. I think yeah. it is all of the above. Even it's all though, happened in the last Even minutes. though the bathroom is downstairs and it's a tiled floor, I just know that it wafts up. It's porous, too. Prolifically. And so, I mean, I just don't... I don't know. The club scene, when you describe it with the words that categorize it, you would say... This sucks. Yeah, cesspool. But we still go back. And you pay a cover. <laughs> we still and go back. deal with the crowded rooms I mean, and like, floors. I don't know. Sometimes, like, if you have the right people around you, like, don't worry about it. Or if you're drunk enough, you don't worry about it. it, it I mean, yes, I've had great times at stages. And, like, and yes, tile is, like, best for cleaning. But, like... But, so... Very what, true. What we'd like to offer uh, um, is uh, a listener's guide to going to a club. So we want to go around and kind of <laughs> ask some questions, things that may bother you, some pet peeves, Are things we gonna, that you wish were different about clubbing. Tony, will, um, you, will you charge extra for this portion? Of course. <laughs> of course. An extra if, $5. If we get great feedback, we might we might like have to Make publish a, a handbook, an actual <laughs> clubbing handbook. We should. Um, I'd like to start actually with Martha. Uh, there's two clubs that I can think of, and maybe she can bring these clubs into light, in a new light. There is the infamous stages, and there's the spot. Um, Martha, go ahead and shed some light on your the entertainment value that you have had from clubbing in Kingston, Ontario, or anywhere for that matter. But we're kind of talking about Kingston because it's it's fun. It's We've nearby. All We've yeah. all been there. We can relate. I think a lot of the listeners can relate. But tell us about your club experience. I've been to stages like briefly, and I don't really remember a whole lot of it. But I have not been Perfect. to the spot. Um, <clears throat> like like I said, the smells. Um, it does get really really loud. And if it's a really like it's if it's a week end, it does get like really crowded. But on a, like a weekday, like I've gone on like a Wednesday, and like it's dead what are things that you like about clubs and things that you hate and things that you would want them to change i mean i mean clubs it all depends on like like who you go with like if if you you were president if i was president (laughs) if i was president i'd have like my whole like swat team around me and i'd be like dancing like no one's looking but (laughs) with a swat team you could do that anyway i mean you could do that anyway. i could just invite your guy friends to go with you right yeah so does that (laughs) Does that imply that you would like no one to approach you at a club <laughs> because you'd rather I mean, have a swap? Interesting. I mean, it's really weird because like no one really knows like an etiquette in a club because like if you come on too True. strong, it's like really creepy and like raunchy. These are the questions we want. What is the proper way to approach a woman on but like on um, on the dance floor or at at the bar in a club setting where it's the, loud and you can't talk? Yeah, I mean, like at the bar, you could be like, "Oh, like what are you drinking?" Mm-hmm. Because, like, you'd be like, oh, like, I'm interested in that. Like, what are you drinking? Like, you might, like, know what to drink. Like, but in common grounds. Yeah. But literally, everyone knows that's bullshit, right? Yeah, that's, like, what, I, that's <laughs> what I was kind of wondering. Like, like, like that's like a know cheap. that Here's they my, don't really care. My problem, Martha, drinking? coming from a guy, you know, It really depends on, like, the night. I'm approaching my mid-20s. Yes. And, uh... I just can't even bring myself to ask a girl, what are you drinking? Because you just don't give a shit. It literally, it would make me hate myself. <laughs> I can't get even, I can't even jump I mean, that hurdle. I mean, it depends but on the night on. because like if someone even approaches you, like as a girl, you're kind of like, oh, like what's he doing? Like what's he's about? Like is you he going like, to try to talk to me? Like, Instant suspicion. Like you know honestly. What he's about. If he came up to you in a club, but, you like, know what he's about. But like if you think he's about. cute, you're going to be like, oh, like what's up? Like is mm-hmm. he going to like talk to me? But honestly, like. 
key is like honestly confidence but don't be cocky if you talk about yourself too much like we'll just okay tone but out what about say you're on like you are right in the thick of things you're on the dance floor it is loud as hell you talking is out of the question what kind of body language like w- like w- what is a way to approach someone like i want to dance with this person is it just eye contact is it vibing what is it if you're like hardcore staring at me on the dance floor that's gonna be fucking creepy okay well, i'm gonna like look at my girlfriends points. and be like all right we're gonna get like a shield around me and like block you out okay or i'm gonna get like my tallest guy friend and be like hey pretend to be my boyfriend so do's and don'ts don't Damn. stare so don't hardcore stare oh yeah <laughs> got it i knew that but I what about knew that one. what about softcore stare <laughs> I mean, oh, what, if, what if we? I mean, as move. girls, we like have we're like mad because we're oh like we looked at him so like he didn't approach me. I don't understand why. If a girl looks at you for more than three times under a minute, she's interested. Even if it's interesting, e- even if it's just a glance. This is the info. We I need. like these metrics. Yes, numeric numbers. Metrics. Three times analytics. We need like, them. This is what she, I need. Like, if she looks at you and then looks away as soon as like you look at her and then like she turns around or does something and then like moves and then she looks for you again she's interested so what if if she's looking for you on the dance floor she's interested here's the here's the troublemaker i she might have looked at me more than three times but i might have only seen one of those so how am i to judge if she's looking at you you're gonna know she's not gonna look away until you're not gonna look away until like You've made eye contact, so he knows you've looked at. Okay, so you're on the dance floor, you're having it out, and all of a sudden, this girl has performed these metrics. To the to the she has done the the so now I dance now (laughs) she's she's done the eye dance so now (laughs) I've reciprocated. With interest. Approach now slowly. Approach like a deer with a sugar cube. A deer with a sugar cube. <laughs> do not like run at uh, us. Do not like do a weird dance toward be us. Cautious. Yes. Tip-toe. You're going to come at you like a deer. Like if I'm a deer, you don't want to like scare me away. You have a piece of sugar in your, or whatever in your hand. Wow. Unbelievable. Do I have to be... Like you do, see me in the wild. Like don't scare me. Do I have to try to be sexier than I am? Martha, that is... It's the greatest device I've ever heard. The handbook is being made. Okay, I will publish. I will write and I will like help you guys through this. Absolutely. Hang on. I think. I think T's mind is blown right now. On a brief, (laughs) on a brief tangent or aside, I would like to say that we are going to take. This is a promise. We are going to take take Martha. No, we are going to take (laughs) Martha to the club next time we go. And she is going yeah, put to the theory to the test. She yeah. is going Please. to show us in real time but, uh, that this is a reality. I will reality. say, I will say this works like eighty percent of the time, and I That's say that a confidently. Strong okay, okay. Percentage. So because some girls are like, are like, weird. are like their face, so they're like a bitch face. Mm-hmm. So if they're a bitch RBF, face, yeah. yeah. If they oh. have RBF and like when they're looking at you, they still kind of have RBF. What if, what if they're so drunk they just. They don't have any face. It's, <laughs> if yeah, they're since melted off. Yes. If they're gone. so drunk. It's, it's on the floor. It's if just, they're so drunk, I don't know about that. Um, probably not sleep with a girl with a, yes, without a face. Make sure she has um, <laughs> oh. Make sure she has a face. Make sure she can like vocalize what she like wants or like doesn't want. Okay, okay. Um <laughs> No, much. like if she's if Too she's much. really, really drunk, she's not gonna care. So if you even like approach her quickly, she'll be like, Oh, hey, what's up? Like that was way too quick. Like 
if she's too drunk to not even function, she's not going to care. She's okay. going to say, oh, hey, like, oops, I bumped into you. Like, it doesn't even matter. Like, let's dance. Damn. So here's my major oh, well, question. Oh, perfect. About, you got well, the dance. Tony, I hope you get to the story that you told earlier uh, before we went on. Oh, do I have to? Yes. I Ooh. think it's super important. I haven't heard the story. Maybe I Martha can Martha wants to hear the story. Hear the and story. she just gave you advice of the century. Thus, you must provide okay. for her well, Tony now has, payment. No, well, see, Tony has a powerful air- anecdote that... After I hearing be aired out. after hearing her tips and pointers, there was I know now there was zero I there was no eye contact oh. whatsoever. So now I know it was, See, just, that's, it was a major that's, wrong. If you See, don't get he's the eye trying, contact at first, you cannot approach. You cannot do any other kind of plan. But he's trying to contact. jump the gun. How? But though? Tony is I'll trying explain. to jump the gun, and he needs to tell the story now like right for kind the full of, understanding. Yeah. It can be edited out. I hope it isn't. It will not be edited out. Because there's like right kind of like physical cues to do for a girl. Well, this was aggressive, I so I didn't know how to Every how, guy how has to been in Tony's situation okay, Tony, at least once. Okay. Shed some Let light for roll. me. I'm ready to... For anybody yeah, who knows me, they, they know that I, when it comes to approaching... Just about a, as sexually woman, passive as you can get. So extremely <laughs> passive. So extremely passive. I have never, ever, ever even remotely been aggressive towards a woman and forcing myself on them in any any way so any sort of negative cue i 100 percent take it and i'm gone and anyway tuck tail and run i was uh, yes exactly huge tuck tail sorry i uh it was towards the end of the night the uh the club was gonna close in about a half hour and i was i you know i'd been drinking all night so i was what were you drinking what was I drinking? I uh, started with with beer, and then I went to vodka, and then I had a tequila shot, which Excellent. is which is like the go to jump start gets you going because it's a stimulant. Um, this is important. That's yeah, the cream in the crowd. Yeah, but you can't have too many. Just like one or two, you know. or six <laughs> for Chris. Well, yeah, for me, one or two. Anyway, I was ready to go, and but it was the end of the night, and I was thinking if it's if this is now or never, and. Honestly, shoot your shot. She was gonna shoot. There wasn't there wasn't uh, an impressive showing that night, so I was getting kind of disappointed. You didn't need to belittle the entire crew at the club just to tell well, the story. I, well, I, I'm the explaining scene. my mindset. Setting the scene. Uh, yeah. So I am moving around. I'm and I find the spot on the dance floor, and I see a pretty good looking group of girls. And I immediately walked by them, and one of them, who I, from what I could tell, was pretty good looking, just out of ten, I couldn't. Re- I mean, no, no, man, no, don't do it. With his drunk yeah. goggles on, let's I won't. Not do that. I won't not do it. it. Let's just say okay, at one thirty, drunk, good enough. Let's just say. Oh that. well, that's fair enough. Okay. I'd say one. We're gonna have to. Have 10 I'd say one out of ten. <laughs> I'd say zero to ten at one thirty is actually a different <laughs> metric than zero to <laughs> ten Damn. at five thirty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. of course. Anyway, I did she not was about initiate a half Martha. <laughs> <laughs> no one heard. It. I said zero to Martha. <laughs> oh, because well, Martha is zero the highest of the metrics. capabilities. Um, Only T heard me. It's okay. Anyway, I did not initiate the contact whatsoever. Um, I was pr- merely walking by her, and she made contact with my—I should I say crotchal region. She grabbed you by your balls. No, via <laughs> via her derriere. I guess. Oh, grinding. Just okay. Immediate grinding, but it was pretty aggressive. It was like it wasn't an accidental grind. It was like. Pushing like, herself hey, I into found me. You. Yeah, I got pushing you. Hard. I found you with my ass. <laughs> pushing hard. It was like like butt me. It was like a metal detector. Just, yeah. uh-huh. just pinged. Yeah. Oh, a ping. I'd yes. say more like a magnet. Magnet. Yeah. Would you say? Kind of. Yeah. yeah. And uh, once again, very 
uh, sexually passive, sexual. I and let it. Went, oh. I let it continue before I made any advances. I was like, okay, is this an accident? Like, and then I. It became accident. very clear she was aware I was there and she knew what she was doing. Okay. <laughs> And so then I made. Uh, wait, wait, wait! How long did it take before you knew? I don't that know. She was aware we that you were there. Several, we several. That you weren't just a seconds. column. Several. Full, you weren't like the, Mississippi's. Like, you weren't the wall. Were you thinking one, two, three, four, five, six? I seven, wasn't counting, but I was thinking like, all right, now she. Yeah, she. But did you go yep. out to this bar yep, to have knows. like a sole intention of leaving with somebody? That's plead the fifth. No. I was, I was gonna say nobody goes to a club without that intention, but oh, I, I think that's right. Actually, anyway, no man didn't mean. To, but anyway, she she obviously knew she was grinding was, someone she was with a penis. Yes, Nespa. Yes. Um, ah, yeah. <laughs> Nespa. Yes. Oui, 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 c'est bon. Oui, oui. All right. Wait. Um, c'est pas I'm. I was like, all right. It's. I'm going for this. So I kind of initiated the contact back, um, with like some hip movements, and then. Uh, hip gently motion. placed my hand on her hip, not her, n- not her ass, not like around her front her side. Hip. Just very respectful on the hip. Hey, okay. wait, I, slow dancing in middle school. That's I'm your here. first mistake. Just, just reverse. That just, was his first mistake. <laughs> you know, I'm here. I am like, picking I up what you're laying you, down. I yeah. feel you. Like this is happening. <laughs> I'm all here. Right. I can all use right, my right, hand right. now. And almost immediately, uh, she had placed her hand on me and pushed away. And so without oh. without any. That's a tease. That's a straight up ten. Without any. Interesting. I just immediately turned around, walked away, was gone. Okay. Like I'm not gonna. Like you just got shot in the. So floor. hang on, yeah. hang I'm on. not gonna put my hands up. Like her message was loud she... and clear at that point. So Martha, like, who messed up here, Tony or the girl? With what you've told me, you were very respectable, and like if I was any stranger, and like I've never met you in a club, like and I did that, th- I would have been totally okay with that. Okay. I just, I mean, the last thing I want is anyone, even if they don't know me. Right. Hopefully, this girl at I some mean, point hears like, this podcast. And was, like I remember that like, guy. I the last thing I want anyone to to think is, oh, this no. guy just came out of nowhere. Like it's not like she like bumped into you and you started doing it. Like, I let it. I let it go on. I wanted like to make she sure it initiated happening. it, and it, it's not like she like turned around and was like, oh my gosh, like but I will you're admit, not who I thought you were. I will admit, zero uh-huh. eye contact. 10 out of 10 she didn't even look at you. There were zero. There was. I mean, maybe she saw me as I walked when you by walked her. By, maybe. But I wasn't looking at her, so I didn't even know. She's probably a ten out of ten tease. But she looked fit. She was and she I love that phrase. She Can you say it one more too. time, Martha? Ten out of ten tease. Oh, tease. Ten out of ten tease. Articulate that tease. Every ex-girlfriend Artic- I've ever had. <laughs> <laughs> no, but honestly, like she probably was a tease. She probably went out with her girlfriends and was like, "Oh, I probably can't go home with somebody," or she was like, "Oh, like this is fun," or she would probably get a boyfriend. So right. was there anything and she was just I, like, watch what my like, ass can do. And she was like, yeah. my boyfriend probably thinks my ass is a 10, like, mm. and I'm drunk, but hey, this guy's cute, but, but my minute, boyfriend's not here. So do you think the contact with the hand was like, it like struck her like, no. oh shit, I can't do this anymore. No. Oh my gosh. No. You did the right thing. Cause if I was to like approach a guy I like saw in a club and he didn't even touch me, I'd be like, wow. Like he clearly didn't think I was attractive. He doesn't like. Interesting. Is there anything I could have done better? Clearly, it's something no didn't way, work. Man. No, I mean, she was a tease. no. You could have bought her a shot at tequila. No, she wanted nothing so to do. So, is it fair to say you that you did the respective thing? You just put your hand on her waist or slash hip. Yeah. You didn't like pull it to the front. You didn't put it on her boob. Yeah, I wasn't digging. You weren't like pushing so, her forward. So wait a it minute. Was totally respectable. It seems like the only thing he could have done better was put his hand on her ass. Because no, do not. Then be it would have no. been really clear. It was covered up. It would have been if, really clear. If you were putting your hand on her ass, she would probably thought you were like pushing her off. Well, of her. she put her ass. 
Mm. In my crotch, I don't know. Not so. if there was a not if there was no, a squeezing I mean, like, if, motion. If she was, if there was, well, if now there was I a know. Squeeze, now different. I know how to dismiss people that I don't Just want to grind push me. Them, <laughs> push them, push them by the two hand shove to <laughs> yeah. the buttocks. <laughs> That is or without you, without you, squeezing. Just, or you right, can just, just tap a, them a on the shoulder, hand push. or tap them on the shoulder, or Maybe just back, back away. Yeah. Ooh, I like the back of the head. It's like, uh, it's like no. this away. Yeah. So I no, honestly this is like the hippie girls. We don't want to get into the that hippie kind of girls <laughs> through the back of the hand. Do you okay. know what I was about? Just, I know what I you're about. Say, man. I've been to so many hippie <laughs> shows. I have been to so many jam bands. And all this, and where Fish. I am a guy, I've got a girlfriend, I'm taken, and these girls, they approach me in reverse. They straight up catch me in their sights. <laughs> like a hockey check, and you just, they just approach ass first. Yeah, yeah. So they just back It's like way. a hip check, but it's an ass check. Do, do they beep when they come They here? don't even <laughs> beep. They don't even give me that courtesy. We don't have no the backup warning. camera, and no. I'm left standing there like... I didn't ask for this. Uh, but her ass I, did. It, yeah, and it's it's all right there. So I just back <laughs> I mean, up, and they back up, and I back up, and they back that's up. That's kind of what happened for the first second of this girl. I mean, sometimes for girls, like we can read signs wrong. Like, mm-hmm. if you looked at us, we probably thought you were like, oh, checking me out. Like, girls are kind of self-conscious about that. For like, real. they think too highly of themselves. I think the interesting... When they go out, especially. The interesting thing about... self-confidence. Yeah, because you're like, oh, That's I true. know I look yeah. good. I got my fresh face of makeup on. Yeah. I'm wearing something cute or comfortable. Like, if a, someone looks at me, they're probably, like, I'm thinking, like, they're trying to get with me. I think the interesting thing is that girls often forget that guys are also self-conscious when they go, wow, I, you know, that girl is a knockout. But there's no way she's gonna want to talk to me. Your and ego can be absolutely crushed. First. Like after th- that yeah. experience. Like as you said, the, you said you like ran away. The next five minutes of that night. I mean, granted, it was gone for five minutes. I my ego was at an all time low. The girl yeah. pushed me away with her hand from behind after what I thought was, you know, Something sexual and, great and, interaction and invite. ended up abruptly. Yeah. So, but so here's my question to you: if if you claim that I did nothing wrong, is it fair to say that when you are in a club, uh, failure is inevitable at some point? That Yeah, I mean, eventually someone's going to either turn you away or you're going to bump into someone and like something's going to happen and then they'll push you away like you kind of had. I mean, failure is inevitable. So like, the trick is to bounce back. Skin, you got to have thick back. skin, bounce yeah. back. I like that. Dance it off. Cool. Like, dance it off. Seriously, okay. like someone pushes you off, just like, little like shoulder so, should be back and you're like okay like i roll with that kind of bringing it all bring it all back full circle the club experience and the best advice comes from martha and it is when it goes wrong just bounce back and dance it off but don't dance on her but don't dance on her yeah see i think gentlemen in the audience that is the key Dance it off and bounce back. Look like you're having more fun than everybody around you. That's what I do. Fact. Like confidence like radiates. Confidence is attractive. Confidence is sexy. But don't (laughs) but but don't be cocky. Like if someone shows up cocky and like you start dancing with them and then they like start talking in your ear and like saying all the stuff about them, like, oh I own this, I do this, I do that, they're gonna they're gonna push you off. Mm -hmm. Or they're just gonna like walk away so the key ingredients have fun be confident but not too confident and don't talk about yourself and have fun like be humble be humble have actual and have fun gentlemen in the audience this is the final word 
I'd like to move on to another interesting topic. Resume building and finding jobs. Now, what? the podcast is called Postgrad Probs, and finding jobs is a postgrad prob. I mean, it's and really that rhymes. Yes, this is true. It's really so, the the key uh, thing that creates postgrad problems. Mm-hmm. Yeah, is not having a job. It is. Right. It Who's is got because- a job here? Martha does. Now, hang on. The a one second. person who's still in college. Now, hang on a second. Hang on a second. But I, I think the more appropriate more question. Impressive? I think the more <laughs> oh, appropriate is, question is: Do you still live with your parents? If you do say yes, yes, yes. Mm-hmm. yes. <laughs> okay, all so of all of us still okay. live with our parents. Yeah. Thus, we are still not adults quite yet. Okay, so we have a resume. And what do you have on your resume? It's mysterious. What do you do with oh it? Oh my god, mine is so bad. I have <laughs> buzzwords on my resume. Okay, I have never written a resume. We discussed buzzwords earlier. I'd like to go around and kind of discuss what your buzzwords <laughs> are, and and you know, let's talk about that. Uh, I'll start it off. I'll say, even on my resume, I have buzzwords, and amongst them include meticulous, dedicated. I like that. Passionate, mm-hmm. resilient, and curious. These are all These true. These are I'm my curious. buzzwords because I am curious. That's like stuff you put on like an actual Tinder profile. Like Tinder. It is like wow. like Martha. I'm bring cu- it back. I'm curious to know. I didn't even listen to the how it is to Tinder, attract beautiful women. I'm also curious to know how can I make a hundred thousand dollars this year, and how are those two things the same? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So, Work which comes and first, pleasure. Yeah. Or the, egg, the money yeah. or, or the attractive or, women? See, I think those are very. I say simultaneously. So yeah, they as are as soon as possible. They are. They are. You can very, have your cake and eat so it. Seriously, once you get you an attractive women, you might get that job. But once you get the job, you might also get the woman. See, I Literally, think you can do both. You can do neither. But I think if we're gonna weigh it out a little bit here on on a scale, I would say that. The money, if that comes first, will produce the desired <laughs> results. Um, because, Without I, I mean, honestly, so, my my aspiration in life is to be a trophy husband. I would love cool. it if my wife made a ton of money and I stayed at home and made the house look sweet I and gl- made the children this smart oh, and read and worked out and did woodworking. You know what? That would be amazing. This shocks me. Coming, from, I would have never thought you would say that. This all sounds so amazing. Like, it is amazing. Like, girls kind Martha of, wants to be a trophy husband. I, I want to have a trophy husband. Honestly, like what Chris just So you want to marry describes? a woman that makes a lot of money. No, oh, she man. wants to marry think, me who's going to promise to do all those things. I want to have a trophy husband. She, she, that's what right. I just said. Uh, oh, you don't want to be the one at home. No. Okay. I, mean, like, I thought that's what you were saying. Currently, like, like, whoa. having a trophy husband is like a new thing. And like, I, I'm honestly for it. Nah, I'm not about it. Well, you, I, you can I, go to hell. The woman like, is talking. No, I mean like... And she's the breadwinner here. The woman is talking. <laughs> I know I'm on the job Let here, speak. actually. Thank you. Um, no, I mean like... I mean, I have a little job. It's not like a big thing. Like I go every couple days of a week. I still go to school. Like I just started this week. Respect. Um, I work eight hour shifts. It's whatever. Um, but like, honestly, like having a stay at home dad or having a house husband is perfectly fine. Like honestly... I don't like cleaning. I don't like cooking 100%. If I want to cook, it's like, I got to be in the right mood. Um, I don't know. Like, I would love to cook for you, Martha. See, I'm saying everything you described like sounded so perfect because there's nothing wrong with it. You won't have to do laundry again. 
I mean, I do, like, I'll do my laundry. I don't no, care. No, but you won't have to. That's the thing. <laughs> Chris, you're trying to swoon me with your melancholy voice. <laughs> Cut that out, right? T, how do you feel nah. about, could you be a trophy husband? Uh, gladly. Yes. <laughs> yes. Because, uh, like, there's nothing wrong with it. There's like, nothing wrong with it. You're being supported by a strong woman. A she strong pro- She woman. probably knows what she wants in the bedroom. Oh, oh she knows. I mean, I couldn't imagine being in any long-term relationship Without someone that didn't, that we weren't on completely. Same, like. Totally, the bedroom was on fire, <laughs> you know? Like, there's I could a fire not, extinguisher in there. I couldn't go a week in a relationship right. if that wasn't the case. So, yeah. So, um, my big thing, I mean, are we over resumes now? That didn't last long. Uh, no, at all. no, it didn't. Yeah. It did, but no, we I would to, like we to hear your buzzwords. I would like to hear your buzzwords. Oh yeah, words. how did that happen? That's my fault. Uh, take um. total onus, and I'm totally. <laughs> it was just Chris and I on a spectral level. I'm really glad that it happened. But uh, T, what are your I mean, buzzwords? What are your resume buzzwords? I mean, God, I'm. I've been sending out resumes for the past week and a half. Just, just no stream one, of consciousness, dude. Honestly, no one's gotten back to me. Is it just copy paste, like same one uh, every time? I say I program, I calculate, <laughs> I diagnose, I Your recalibrate. Your words are very different than Chris's. <laughs> you sound uh, like a doctor. You're trying to be a doctor. I mean, honestly, this is not what a chef position looks for, <laughs> and, and and this is why. I'm, no one has gotten back to me. They're like, maybe you should put like fry or like yeah, saute. Yeah, but I have no work experience in a kitchen, and thus I have. Well, we've toast. made drunk pate together. Drunk pate. That is pretty close. I should have put that on there. You've toasted. You've probably made grilled cheese at some point. You're right. So I, you can say we made saute. a delicious duck pan fried. Uh, stir fry. That sounds that was good. good. It was amazing. We was it, used to were you walk intoxicated? Oh yeah. So it probably tasted even better. It was so good. It yeah. took a total from the time we created the mess to the time of the mess being totally cleaned up was approximately fifteen hours. <laughs> <laughs> so you know it was a good. Were meal. you stoned as well? No, not so. a bit. No, not a not a bit. See, you'd think you'd like slow what down. What is this? We don't promote drug use. I don't know. I don't know what an drugs adjective are. I've heard. <laughs> oh, I just I'd heard it through it the grapevine. Like tired. Yeah, I think it's the same. I think they're cognates. Yeah. Oh, isn't that okay. like when people kill you by throwing stones at you? Yeah. They like, don't do that. Like anymore. Mary Magdalene. They do in like Iraq and stuff, but like not. Like Mary Magdalene for being a whore. Yeah, they they stoned her to death. Not the good Let's stone. Not the forget. bad stone. She was a whore. <laughs> <laughs> that, this is true. This is true. But enough about her being a whore. Martha. Buzzwords. Let's Tell us about um, your buzzwords. For my resumes? For what are the buzzwords that make Martha like, I've never really Martha. like written out a resume before. All right. But, what like, if whoa. you were receiving them from other people? What are buzzwords that you would you like, to, like to hear? Like from someone like applying for a job for me? Like what? Yeah. Like um, it doesn't matter what job. One I always put on my like one I always like say for interviews um, would be um, like quick learner, like a fast learner. Um, you, yeah, I like that. Um, so would you say dedicated? Yeah, I okay. definitely would say dedicated. Um, probably say loyal, uh, straightforward, problematic. Loyal is one I don't hear Problematic? Yeah, you can you extrapolate on that? I mean... Yeah, I'm not loyal. I'd say no. <laughs> like, you don't on, got me. Like honestly, you're not gonna you say you're not gonna straight up say you're a kiss ass, but you want to say you're loyal. So Ooh. if you're like with this company or with this like oh. place, you're gonna be loyal. You're gonna like 
spread business. You're gonna spread the word that you're working there. You're gonna try you're to get. You're all in. You're gonna I try to get more brilliant. people to come. It's like that's saying brilliant. you're a team brilliant. player without using the word that everyone uses. Right. Uh, Everyone's yeah. just team player. Like honestly, like brilliant. I'm a low key like kiss ass. Like I'll do like whatever it takes to like have people on my good side to start off with. Cause that's like how you like start the job. Like, I we want to start. Being you're right. A kiss ass. You're just. You're totally you want right. You want to start with like your like best intentions. Yeah, that makes sense. And so, the scotch, by the way, is just so smooth. <laughs> What brought this topic up was I was reading an article on LinkedIn about um, how to build a resume that uh, stands out. And it gave some interesting stats. Um, and this was the, the probably the scariest thing because all anyone does nowadays is uh, they apply to jobs online because they want to move away. So it's pretty much the only way to reach those jobs you're not getting an application yeah in the, the you're not the there headquarters so you have to apply online less than two percent of job applications reach the interview point wow. um from online less than two percent yeah. i've always had i've always had interviews after i've like gone to a place but yeah but that's because you, so you, you went there in person you went there this is from online i've never had like the opportunity to like apply online like well, interesting interesting point t what if I mailed my resume with a handwritten letter that said with a wax like that, seal? I am interested <laughs> in I your I feel like company. that would definitely and put like you up a step compared to like all the like other like written yeah, quote unquote like millennials or like another, something like that. Another thing, a lot of people who are uh, applying to jobs in faraway cities, like maybe it's worth it taking a trip to the city yeah you know? show that you're Go like in there, there and you're ready and knock yeah. on the door yeah. plus, yeah. Knock on the plus door. you're gonna Drop see what the job person. is yes. you're gonna see the building you're gonna yeah, get a better feel it's yeah. like when you apply for colleges you want to visit the campus before you're you actually right. like get accepted mm-hmm. i'd like to just talk really quickly on a word that martha mentioned and that's the dreaded m- 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 millennials <laughs> okay la, 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 look la, i actually la, la. was thinking about this earlier we just lost power real quick and <laughs> i was thinking about we just lost half our brewers because i think almost everybody here unfortunately falls into this category whether you want to or not okay and so millennial if i was going to go on urban dictionary and I was going to craft a definition of millennial. What would I say? Well, and that be, is you describing yourself. You no, 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 no. I'm going to look that no. up right now just so I, I can get like a hard the copy. The definition idea, that I would put on Urban Dictionary is one who claims they know a lot about everything, yet who actually does not know anything about anything. They think they're special. Okay. I think that's actually are a, these stereotypes or these just it's the millennial stereotype. These it's are stereotypes. Can I like because I know I know something about something. Yes, but only yeah, if you, you say that it's not from Urban Dictionary. Okay, so I've read currently online somewhere. online somewhere um, that this there's two of them for millennials. First one saying a gross generation that invented fidget spinners, dabbing, twerking, and other cringy stuff. And the sentence of use would be those fucking millennials are dabbing in front of me. <laughs> nice. Now and here's the, my major question: Is what's the use of gross there? Because I know gross can mean a lot of different things. It's probably just like annoying, like over. They mean genuinely overdoing. disgusting. No, I'd say the term dabbing. They're talking about the dance move. Yes. yes. The yeah. Yes. Yes. The yes. None of them are doing the hard job. I mean, Not dabbing. But, but wait. Traded. Can we just mention Cannabis. really quickly the people 
Maybe in the generations talk. who are so offended by the fidget spinner are oh. the people in the generation who sold over a million pet rocks. Oh. <laughs> Let's talk true, about true. that. Oh talk my god. That's gigapet? ridiculous. Is that a gigapet? What about no, the, I'm what talking about, about the actual, it's Do any of you remember the Tamagotchi? Rock. Yeah, but that actually had like some, some function yeah, though. A pet rock was in the literally 70s, a fad. literally a rock that you bought in a, in a box cardboard with holes. box. In a box. Can I they read sold the other definition that it has? Yes, go ahead. All right, it says, Martha. otherwise known as Generation Y or the Internet Generation iGen, millennials are people born between the years 1980 and 1995. 1980? I know, that's probably incorrect. I think it is. Uh, millennials are often... I've heard it goes quote, into the 80s. Echo so. boomers, unquote. High 80s. Their parents were part of the baby boom, and they are often extremely tech-savvy. And the sentence is... Bob is born in 1990 and carries his iPod around everywhere he goes. He can fix your computer in a heartbeat and text his friends all the time. Bob's generation wow. are known as the See, we have, I like we mine have, a lot But better. I will say the one problem with these generalizations, we have put every quality of every millennial into Bob. Right. For instance, <laughs> just because Bob has an iPod doesn't mean, doesn't mean that he can program doesn't mean he can't, in Java. Like, yeah, yeah you know? but like, right. we could do the right. same thing for the baby boomer generation by saying, this is the generation that works Fought really hard, war. even I mean, though... They still trashed the economy and sent us into five wars. No, I mean, my dad is 62 mm. and he is more tech savvy than I am ever. He reminds me of whenever I have an update on my phone, on an update on my laptop, and like he That's just pure effort. My dad is 63 and he's the opposite of that. See, he can your barely dad, read a has text. your dad ever used a computer? My dad never once. My dad also has two That's separate amazing. iPads. <laughs> he's never used a computer. He's 63 years old. That is he's, that run, he's run. He's run. More than one successful he business. He does own a Samsung, though. A smartphone. He's got a smartphone, and the only reason he does it is so he can listen to the staple singers while he runs on the <laughs> treadmill. That's exact, And on his bike. That's no. it. So we were talking about millennials. This is a lot less fun of a topic than I than the other stuff we were talking about. Well, then I think we should move on, yeah. because who wants to talk about building their career? I mean, that sounds really... Dreadful. It is. It is post grab problems. I and it's like, very sad. I that felt like we had to sneak it in. I'm the only one job. Well, it's important. What's another post grab problem? It is post grab problems. Uh, finding somebody to hook up with in the meantime <laughs> until you move away without getting too serious. That's a well. That would kind okay. of bring us full Man, circle back to Tinder. Maintaining a, a healthy relationship yeah. in a short term relationship, no. knowing that it could. There's end. anyone. Yeah. There's do, no such does, thing. No one does no. that anymore. Stop, stop. No, that's not a thing. Does anyone have a short-term relationship? Like, aside from a one-night like, stand? Like, an agreed no. short-term? Like, like, hey, like, like, I have, know, like, like, a couple months, like, but, like, yeah. I want to hang out with you? Isn't that all right? I well, can't I imagine say saying that to a girl and right. her being okay with that. Honestly, that's, like... That's problematic. Yeah. Martha because brings does the girl that, doesn't that imply I think that Martha everyone needs, just wants to get married? Yeah, I think <laughs> Martha needs to kind of shed I mean, some light on this. <laughs> I love this. <laughs> <laughs> I love that my like own like Martha's corner. What does she think? Martha's corner, please. Well, Martha, take you're ownership. Very it is your corner. Very we have no <laughs> idea. I mean, it all really depends on the girl. It depends on like if you respectively like are on the like the same kind of idea. Like if like honestly, if someone asked me to be like in a short term relationship now, I'd probably be all for it because I'm probably going to be transferring in the fall and I'm going to be working all summer. I'm going to have like three jobs in the summer, no so, so I'm going to be busy. I mean, if any of you want to like apply for the jobs I'm at, you can totally do that. <laughs> I see. Wait. Where do I sign? <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like my. Um, I'm just saying, shoot your shot. Um, on my bio. 
Yeah. Please swipe right to No. Her. I will say if anyone was confused, if any of our I'm not, listeners were confused. <laughs> I'm saying an actual job. She was not actually asking for applications to be her short term boyfriend. No, 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 no. Okay. <laughs> no, I'm just saying. Because like, that got me for a second. I misunderstood that. <laughs> I certainly did too. I think we all did. No. I'm still willing to apply for whatever it is. Like, she is, is she hitting on every Martha. one of us right now? And Martha. <laughs> what do you, what else? Simultaneously. Do you no, I'm just saying, like, it really depends on the person. Like, you have to, like, let them know your intentions. Because, like, Girls will attack you like you went out to like maliciously hurt them. Mm. If you like brought out that you were like, oh, I'm not really in for like a long term thing. Like, what kind of girl do you think I am? Like, like seriously, like that's, yeah. That's what they'd say. So be upfront, like, mo- and be like, honest. Yeah, be honest. Um, most girls, yeah, like it really depends on the girl because some girls are looking for that the one person to like be with, and they're gonna ninety like, percent. There is a big, there is a huge chunk that is looking for the one, but like they got to realize that it's going to take like XYZ amount of people to get like the person you're going to be with. So I see a girl, I start talking with her or I match with her on Tinder and I lay in that first date. Mm -hmm. Do I drop this bomb on her on the first date? date like just person. so you know like that's what or I'm first date do i wait and say next time we hang out hey by the way I i'm moving across the country in a few months but <laughs> i don't know what <laughs> how does that work i mean if it was a first date i would definitely not say it like mm. i would just like test the waters to feel if you're actually gonna like vibe with this girl but um definitely by like the second or third date like if you've actually like gotten to know her enough I would definitely let her know, like, hey, like, you know, like, you would let her know what your, like, future plans are. Should you nonchalantly throw you, it out there or be like, sh- yeah, we should talk. You should nonchalantly drop it because if you, like, Don't sit, make it serious. Because if you sit down and talk with her about it and be serious, she's like, wow, he wants to be in a relationship. We've only had three dates. Like, it's not really, like, super, like, serious yet. Like, you're, you might scare her. It's like throwing a frog like into hot water. They're gonna it's like out. I understand. It's like gradually it's like, warm the waters. It's like you're in like you may seem like you want to be serious, but only for a little bit. Yeah. Interesting analogy. By I the know. Way. I'm sorry. It's a little odd. Yeah. It's okay. But it's yeah. an actual fact. I gotta ask you though. Is there isn't there a certain uh, desire for uh, serious for a little bit? I mean, it depends. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> is it really serious if it's only for a little bit? See, I would argue one hundred and fucking twenty percent. SFLB. Yes, because I, I am not a guy think so. that thinks. I uh, T speaking to you folks says I will never be tied down. I will never be married. See, I will never. I will never commit to someone for the rest of my life. Because that is an unrealistic. You don't want to marry somebody. I could ever have. See, that's okay. You just gotta find the, like the right couple girls to like vibe He's with you like that. Shaking his head, no. By the way, <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I mean like you gotta find the right like person to kind of like be comfortable with. Like you're gonna find like one other girl that's like, yeah, like this is gonna be fun for a while, yeah. and then we're gonna like go our separate ways. Like you're gonna find someone like that, and it's gonna like I know it sounds like totally. That's fake. tough. That's I, it's it's hard to. It's, it's like finding a needle find in a haystack. That person that you just want to you know keep me occupied uh, while, while I'm here. All for I'm now saying is that I I've don't think I've, it's, I've uh, learned I've learned in my life that the worst thing to do is be in a relationship that has an expiration date right. that you dread, um, but also to be delusionally hopeful that you might be together until you yeah. die is not exactly <laughs> the most sense thing. The death of you part makes me clench. Like, it I don't seems like to me like both of our guests have concluded Such a millennial in different ways way to- that the real formula is to build a relationship without paying any heed to 
whether or not it'll be over in two months or not. But just enjoy it while it lasts. Yeah, like live for the moment. Be yourself. Be honest. Yeah. She's never going to get mad at you because you got a job somewhere. You're never going to get mad if you're... You know, real desires. Girls are never going to be mad if you're being honest. Like, if they might be mad for, like, a minute and, like, kind of hold a grudge over you, but eventually... She can't hold you back from living your life. Yeah, right. I would never want to hold someone back for wanting to, like, pursue a career or pursue, like, something they've always wanted to do. Because you don't want to be, like, look back and be that person, like, oh, like... They didn't get to do what they wanted to do. That's why they're like, l- like doing a job they hate. That's why they're like, we're unhappy in a relationship. Like, and if she did do that, and you don't how many, be with her anyway. you know, of our right. our parents' generation, how many marriages ended in that? Exactly. In that, That's know? why, like, I kind of like un- agree with you and what you're saying. Like, you don't want to be tied down because, like, to me, all relationships, I feel, eventually, like will break. Like, it's well, not like I a mean, perpetual thing unless you like storybook, like. Nicholas Sparks, like yeah. Yeah. I don't it think happens, it's impossible, but, it's but I think that people need to have a realistic it's a very slim chance, expectation but you have to that be it realistic. could happen. Well, yes. considering what, what's the divorce right now? Fifty percent. It's like they should no, change it's, the, it's, it's more. Be growing, it's, yeah. more than, it's more. It's like 54. so. More than half of people who get married get divorced. So they should actually and effectively change the phrase to divorce from divorce. happily happily married to happily divorced, or just say happily content for now. Oh, I feel like that that yeah, right. number though is is um, although it may be accurate, I think it's due to the fact that a lot more people are in love with the idea of getting married and get married way before they're ready. When Perhaps. years ago, I think it was more they were truly in love like and they wanted to get married. Yeah, like they blah, blah, they blah. they but were that's really. That's also like you've never seen anybody else besides they the, were like, set twenty up. people in your class. That's tough to, because to considering well people are now getting married later than high school age and there's nothing wrong with that so there's a lot of other that's things like an adult that are thing changing to do. i just know so many people who are getting married when they've only been you know with that person for less than a year which to me is not which nice. is, it doesn't make that's, sense that sounds crazy to me that is crazy. you're never gonna no matter how much communication you have no matter how much time you spend together you're not gonna know that much about a person with it really? under a year no way i mean in my opinion i know, you know crazy right i believe a couple generations ago you were living in sin if you, if you live yeah. with your girlfriend Fact. nowadays, you I believe it's a prerequisite yeah. to marry. Yeah, you, absolutely. That's yeah. like yeah. testing the Test driving the car before you make the purchase. Right. 100%. That's right. 100%. That's right. You got to know how like the gears stick. You got to know how it shifts. Like, I think we're. I think yeah. most I'm people sorry, are. I'm full of analogies. No, see, I'm full of analogies. That's right an analogy so there that I think we can capitalize on. Martha's corner. Thank you for the analogy. Can we make this an actual like? Martha has given us an analogy to capitalize on and that is test drive the car before you buy it make sure you are familiar with how the gears stick and make sure you are familiar with what her favorite dish is (laughs) on that note i get to sing a song right no there will be no song singing right now (laughs) oh okay um i see you finished your glasses guys it has been a tremendously delightful episode and i could not be happier to have our two lovely guests on i do have a brief thing i'd like to talk about big announcement it is a huge emergency press announcement emergency press conference 2.0 postgrad probs is now prepared to take a brief road trip on a mini college tour Whereby we will have interviews and party stories to be told with colleges around the northern and southern New York area. 
with colleges that are on a to-be-determined basis. However, you can expect that our next episode will be recorded on a college campus with college people talking about college things, pre-postgrad probs, and we'll talk about how much fun we had partying with them Absolutely. the night before. And we are looking forward to it, and we hope that our listeners are as well. This has been a lovely episode of Postgrad Probs. Thank you so much. We are Martha delighted no, to have our two so guests. Great. T. Thank you, Chris. Thank you, Tony. And Martha. Chris and Tony, I really hope I can come back. Absolutely. We'd love to have you both on the show again. And please remember... Good job, folks. We'll see you later.